You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 672. And, you know, we find out that the best thing to do this wholesaling business is about having a strong conversation. It's about having the right script and be able to dominate, you know, be able to do a lot of volume. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Welcome to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast, America's number one podcast for new real estate investors, where we know that finding discounted properties is the most proven path to financial freedom. I am your host, Brent Daniels, Mr. TTP, and if I can do it, so can you. So let's get started. We are going out. Listen to this, everybody. Listen to this. I am having a conversation today with a gentleman that started his business in November of 2019. And in 2020, did 53 deals in the very competitive DMV area. That's DC, Maryland, Virginia area. It is my pleasure. And we're going to break this all down. We're going to break down how he did it, what lists he's using, how he's finding these opportunities. He is an open book for us today. It is my pleasure to bring on to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast to the Rhino tribe, Armando Oliveras. Say hello to everybody, Armando. Hey, man, it's a pleasure for me to be here. You know, I've always watched your videos about your scripts and your script definitely bring a lot of success to my team. But yeah, you know, I started in 2019, November 2019. You know, I, I used to be, used to work in the bank industry, you know, really wanted a change. I always loved being an, an entrepreneur and I always wanted to kind of run my, my own business. I just was never put on the right opportunity. And, you know, one day I found out on Facebook uh, what was called selling. And I was like, hold on, do you need a license for this? And they were like, no, you don't need a license for this. And the next thing you know, I was like, okay. And the rest is history. You know, I did uh, 53 deals on 2020, had a very successful 2020. And we did a lot of things. We tried a lot of things on 2020. And, you know, we find out that the best thing to do this wholesaling business is about having a strong conversation. It's about having the right script and be able to dominate, you know, be able to do a lot of volume. So my main focus, my main marketing tool in my business is just cold call. You know, I do a lot of, we have a team of seven. All we focus is on having a lot of cold calls, you know? So these people, you have a team of seven people that are making calls on your team? Like all of them make calls? Uh, so six of my team, primarily, yes, we do make cold calls. And I have a, you know, this position manager who handles our buyer list and, you know, make sure that we, we get the deal and get the deal gets sold. I love it. So how does that happen, Armando? I mean, you're working at a bank, pretty much all of 19. You get into 2020. How do you grow a team so fast in just a year to where they're they're making calls, they're getting trained, they understand what to say, they're having those quality conversations with distressed property owners? How do you do that? How do you set that up? I think it's all about just bringing value to people and you know, being always involved into a sales, you know, sales job. So I think for me, it was kind of having involved into leadership. You know, I was a leader. I'm a previous job. And I think I learned into like, it's, it all goes down to like trying to help people out, you know? 
So in building my team, I always try to help my team out, you know, trying to encourage them what works for me. And we work a lot on having, you know, the conversation, you know, the script. And for us, it's very important, you know, yes, you know, we're making a lot of calls. But at the same time, you know, what type of training we're doing, what, you know, if I'm, I'm there and I'm listening to them, you know, we, we will have a role play. We will have a conversation about, hey, that, how did that conversation went? How do you feel about your conversation? What do you think you could do better next time? That brings us a lot of closing. I love it. And I think you hit on something that's really important and doesn't get talked about a lot, which is practicing role-playing, like building your skills up, sharpening your skills up in these conversations and not practicing when you're live with a property owner, right? Like doing it in the office, doing it as a team, having fun with it. That's correct. The way I see our business is every time we have the owner on the phone, it's kind of our, our shot, you know, our opportunity, you know, where we can show off what we practice, let them know the value that we're going to bring. So before we are able to bring that type of value, we're going to have to, you know, we definitely do a lot of role plays, kind of like really understand the situations as you have laid out, you know, like there's only a few things that an owner can say back to you. And if you master those things out, we will definitely, you know, get a lot of motivated sellers. I love that. And what Armando is talking about with the script is, and you can get this script at ttpinsider.com, a ton of tools. Literally, like everything that you could ever need at TTP Insider is free in the tools. But it's really interesting when you ask a property owner if they would consider an offer on their property, there's only six responses that they're going to give you. Yes, no, maybe in the future. How much will you give me? Who are you and how'd you get my number? That's it. That's the six responses that you're going to get. If you learn the responses to those, you can open up the conversation. How did you recruit people? I mean, are these friends? Are they family members? Are you going on LinkedIn? Are you going on, you know, some job searching website? How do you find people that are salespeople that are going to get on the phone, have a quality conversation in a very competitive market? People that join my team are people that have reached out to me, you know, have different. I have this person. His name is Darius. You know, he joined my team. I never really had any type of relationship with this guy. But he reached out to me through Facebook. And at that time, I was looking for somebody and just happened to be very organic throughout the whole process. You know, I was never really and never been a recruiting business, but I have friends and, you know, they were like, hey, can I see what you're doing? You know, can I come with you? They joined my journey and they, they've been next to me ever since. And now it's like seven of us. And, you know, everybody's on the same level. We all trying to do something for our family, for ourselves and for our community. And, you know, that truly helps a lot to allegate all the stuff to them and, you know, make it a win-win situation. You know, I think everybody in my team, you know, making a difference. That's awesome. Are you guys working in an office? Are you guys working from home? How do you manage them? So I have an office. I have an office there. That's where we primarily meet. You know, there's always like three of us, four of us there. So we do have an office. I love it. I love it. And so are you guys, do you guys have a market that you like are finding is better than others? I mean, I know that you've got three states kind of squished together right there. Is there a specific area that you find you're getting more traction from? Uh, so the basic is that uh, we do hit other markets, you know, but we do have a very specific list that, that we hit. You know, we always hit the uh, 20-year vacancy owners that live out of state. Those leads tend to be the most motivated leads for us. And where do you pull them from? PropStream. So we will pull them from PropStream. We'll take those leads out. You know, once we pull those leads from PropStream, we will use batch skip tracing 
uh, you know, to skip trace all our leads. And then we do have a DAO machine, you know, we put it on our Mojo system and we'll blast everything out. And that's what we do with every zip code and repeat it. We also use Podio as our uh, ECRM tool, you know, where we want to make sure, you know, we do follow up. And you set the tasks and make sure that everybody's staying accountable, right? When you have a team that size, you got to make sure that they're doing their follow-up. Because I can imagine if you got seven people making calls all the time, you're going to get a lot of leads. Do you yeah. know kind of on a, on a weekly, monthly basis, how many leads you guys are generating that you have to follow up with? So we're generating about one to two leads a day. My team generates about one to two leads a day. We do Monday to Sunday, right? So every, every day, if we're kind of like entertaining a contract or an offer. Now, is a lead somebody that you're giving an offer to or just somebody that you consider would consider an offer? Uh, it's for somebody that's already considering an offer. So my acquisition team are very strong about putting an offer. We will talk about making sure that we're okay on the ARV value, making sure that the price that we're buying is definitely something that we're going to be able to deliver. And to make sure that also that our investors are going to make sure that they also make money if we bring this deal to them. Yeah, 100%. Because I'm telling you, I mean, you guys must have an incredible, I mean, you must be filtering your leads like crazy because two leads, seven days a week is 14 leads and you're closing one out of those 14 leads. I mean, that is phenomenal. I mean, that's almost unheard of. I mean, with us, it's like one out of 50, 60 leads we need to get, we close. For you, it's only one out of 14, 15. Are you filtering it down? I mean, are these only people that are like ready to sell right now? Yeah. So yeah, these are only people that are ready to sell right now. You know, we also do have a strong follow-up process, but you know, the way we do is we will only entertain and pull leads that, that will make sense in the wholesale aspect. You know, we don't like to entertain deals that are not going to be a wholesale deal. You know, if uh, those leads might go through an agent, we will kind of like refer those leads to them, right? But I, I think I like to be very straightforward with, you know, we like my team to be also straightforward about the type of deals that we're buying. We don't buy every every lead, you know, we don't buy every house. We buy very specific house. And I think that way, you know, we, we don't waste their time. I don't waste our time. And I think that's that's how we, you know, we don't entertain a lot of offers, you know. And I think that's a wonderful coaching point. I mean, honestly, for everybody out there listening, disqualifying leads is critical because if you have too many leads, they're going to hide the best leads. And then all of a sudden you're going to get warm and cozy, feeling like you have a lot of leads and you're not going to get deals because all the best leads that are going to sign a contract with you are buried under, you know, 50 other phone calls you have to make to follow up with people that will never do business with you. So listen to Armando when he's saying, filter it out, get rid of the properties that won't do business with you or won't fit into what you're trying to, to wholesale or buy. Are you just wholesaling? Or are you flipping as well? Yeah, we, we are actually are flipping. We're flipping very heavy. We find out that there's these type of deals that we would prefer to, you know, kind of go with it. And then we also had a goal, you know, my team, we're trying to do a hundred wholesale deals this year. And I want to do at least 20 flips and, and buy like 10 rentals as, as a company, you know. I got to be honest, we've been very aggressive about um, keeping a lot of our properties. We kept about six properties this month, uh, you know, instead of wholesaling it, we, we're actually, some of, I'm buying two of them as a rental and the rest we're pretty much flipping the property because we see that we have some cash that we made last year, you know, that's not earning a lot of interest in the bank. 
you know, still wholesale, but, you know, there will be deals that are, my team is also doing now. Yeah, and before we went live on this podcast, you mentioned you stepped on a nail at one of your projects. That's why you're doing this this conversation, this interview over your phone because you just got out of urgent care. Is that right? Yeah, I literally just got an urgent care because, you know, I was walking through one of my projects, you know, and I, my wife bought these uh, shoes that are supposed to be nails that never going to get on it. But, you know, I stepped on a nail. It wasn't that bad. You know, I just went to the urgent care, just got a quick shot, but... I got to still deliver what, I, what I'm here for, you know? I love it. I love it. Thank you for being on here. So I think the question that's going through a lot of people, Armando, the question people are wondering is, how do you go from starting in November 19 to having a team of seven people within a year doing 53 deals? I mean, did you just crush some deals yourself early on to build it up? Did you have money to start this business and start hiring people? Like, how do you grow so fast moving from a totally different industry to wholesaling real estate? I think it has to be all a mindset. Right before I got into wholesaling, I was practicing self-development. I was uh, working on myself. I think a lot of people don't have time to work on themselves and they want to subscribe to a thousand course and they're like, oh, you know, that course is not good. But, you know, in reality, the information is there. It's just about you getting the information, but what you're going to do with the information. And I think a lot too, it comes with about making sure that you spend time with yourself. And I think the biggest change in my life came when I started actually spending time with myself. I think ever since I found out about, you know, the things that I can improve, if I spend more time with myself, I think that was a big life changing for myself. And then I met wholesaling, you know, I met wholesaling. I'm a person that likes to do like a 10x, you know, I like to make sure that once you know, I find something, and I fell in love, you know, I always like real estate. And I think if you're very passionate and, and I think helping people out, you know, it's always been my thing about trying to grow, trying to be my own boss, but at the same time, you know, trying to help others out, trying to bring some value to people's life. And as long as you're doing the right thing, I think that's that's kind of like how, how I got started, you know? Got it. So the first month that you got started, were you making the calls? Yeah, I mean, I make calls today. I still make calls today. You know, I make calls today. <laughs> but yeah, the first time when I got into wholesaling, I actually did a JB deal. I was looking on Facebook. This other wholesaler had a deal on Facebook, and I was like very curious about it. You know, that's kind of I found out about wholesaling. But he was like, "Yeah, I'm selling this house." And then you know, I went through another Facebook page, and I found a buyer that said that she wanted to buy a house and meet that criteria. And I put one and two together and I made 5,000 bucks. And that $5,000 was the best. I mean, before I started wholesaling, I barely had barely had any money in the bank account. You know, I live paycheck to paycheck. And ever since then, you know, it just has been, you know, life changing from, for myself, my family, and, you know, and everybody. Awesome. Well, let's break down a deal, man. That's what everybody gets excited about. So let's break down an actual deal. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So the way that we do this is I want to go through all of the pillars of pre-qualifying this lead, right? So the condition of the property, the timeline to sell, the motivation to sell, and the price. So anybody listening, if this is your first time listening, every time you talk to uh, what you would consider a lead or an opportunity, or you're speaking with a distressed property owner, you want to find out four things. Condition of the property, timeline to sell, motivation to sell, and their price. So go ahead. Why don't you start off with the condition of this property? 
So the condition of this property was actually not a bad condition. It was on a it was a light rehab condition, and the person he lived out of state. You know, the first time I got in touch with this person, he came from a 20-year vacant house that lived out of state. You know, when I first initially reached out to him, it was like in July of 2019 that I that I personally spoke to him. You know, Mr. Larry. And when we got into a conversation, you know, he said that he was motivated to sell, but he was living in North Carolina at the time. And there was a lot of things going on and, and he was not ready for a commitment because he needed to come back to Maryland. So, you know, my myself, you know, I built a lot of report with him to kind of understand, you know, what was the main reason he wanted to sell the property and how my company myself can, you know, can help ease this transaction. So when he is ready to sell, you know, I'm going to make sure I'm there for him. And, you know, this was July, uh, you know, he said, oh, fine, you know, keep in touch with me. And I kept in touch with him. You know, I would call this Mr. Larry once a month just to check on him. I say, hey, just wanted to make sure, you know, I know Thanksgiving is coming up. Just wanted to make sure, you know, you're going to spend it with your family. And I'll follow up with him here and there. And he really, like, liked me. You know, he built a rapport. We talked a lot about personal life and, you know, how he was coming close to make a decision. And, you know, it was January. You know, one of these days he called me up and he was like, hey, Armando, you know, I'm actually here in Maryland now. And he's like, I'm ready to move forward. And I wanted to see if you can meet me at the house. And I was like, yeah, I can meet you today. I'm actually around there. And he's like, no, not today. He's like, tomorrow. And I was like, okay, perfect. You know, I'm going to bring the contract. And came over to the house with him. He was there. I already knew that. I already knew about, you know, the price that I needed to be because of the analysis that I'd done to the house before I got there. You know, and I had a conversation. He never really told me about the price. He said that, when we are there, we're going to talk about the price. And, you know, so when we got there, I got the contract. And this this was a vacant house, Armando? Yeah, this is a vacant house. How long was it vacant? It's been vacant for like five, five six years. Why is he keeping it vacant? The main reason that he was keeping it vacant, it was because his brother, he got a brother that was trying to help, that was trying to buy the house. And, you know, the brother always kind of said that, you know, my loan is almost ready. My loan, so... Pick up the for like five that for, years, for five years. Yeah, this is and, and, and this is a great coaching point. And this goes back to I am telling you, some of the absolute biggest, massive, best deals are when the family member either lives in the property for free and they're not they're not keeping it up and they they have no respect for the property and they're not keeping it up, or somebody like the tenant or a family member is going to buy the property once they get the loan going, once they get back on their feet, once they get all this stuff. I mean, it's just fantasy land. And finally, you know, the family members are sick of it. They're ready to move on with their life. They don't want to deal with this thing anymore. And having a property vacant for five years, Armando, I mean, that's bananas. Yeah. And I mean, he was doing a good job about sending people over to keep, you know, the grass cut, to keep everything inside. So he was actually doing a lot for the property. But, you know, when, when he came over, you know, I looked at the property, you know, and I asked him, I was like, look, you know, I know you said you said that you wanted to close very fast. And I'm here to, you know, I've been following up with you for almost, you know, like over six months and I'm ready to make a decision. And I wanted to know, you know, if I give you a cash offer and we can close within five days, what will you consider? You know, what will you take? And he was the one that pointed out about the price. And which was, you know, a little bit less than I actually expected. And it was good, you know, I was like, okay, that's fine. You know, so I signed a contract. He signed a contract, sent it to my title company. You know, I work with a really good title company that she will get it done within three days. And we were actually at closing within four days from the time he signed till the time he closed. Oh, my gosh. 
and you know the deal was really good that I you know I, I hosted it to uh, a buyer that I, I was working with this buyer came because I bought one of her properties so she came with a loan some money and she wanted to buy a few rentals in this area and you know she was very specific about her price point and when I brought this deal to her you know she fell in love with the house and she was like I'm gonna buy it and next thing you know I assigned that deal to her it was within the next hour in four days we were all happy closing seller got you know his money so know. what what price did you lock it up for so I locked it down to uh, for 140 140,000 and what'd you sell it for I sold it for 157 157 yes awesome so you made 17,000. No, I made a hundred seven thousand. No, two forty-seven. I'm sorry. You sold it for two forty-seven. Yeah, two forty-seven. Two forty-seven, and you made how much? One hundred seven. One hundred and seven thousand dollars. Oh my gosh! <laughs> that is incredible. How'd that feel? I mean, that felt very amazing. You know, it was just based on the value that we were bringing. We were very hard. We closed a lot of deals, you know, and, you know, one of the things that I was not aiming for, but, you know, I was like, man, I seen a lot of people close six figure check. And I was like, I have to one day close a six figure check. That was kind of like a goal, you know, but I'm always doing the best for people. I never placed down any price point and it just kind of laid down on its, on its own. Yeah. You know, it was definitely like a, it was definitely like a milestone for my company myself. You know? So. You assigned that? You didn't double close it? You didn't uh, double escrow it? The buyer was fine with the 107000 assignment? Yeah, we didn't, just... I mean, we didn't double close that, you know? My buyers are, I mean, I'm pretty open about my assignment fee and, and the, uh, you know, before I assign it, just to make sure I don't come up with any issues, you know? As long as, you know, the, all they care about is about the, the price, you know? As long as the price that they're buying makes sense and doesn't add up, then they're okay with whatever I make on Awesome. Awesome. So Armando, how do people get a hold of you? I think you've got a group in the area on Facebook. T talk to me about that. How do people yeah, get a so hold I, of you? I, I created a group in wholesaling at DMB. It's a Facebook group where I, you know, I share all my, I have share about what I do from my business, from that list that I get, from where I source my leads. And, you know, from time to time, uh, you know, I drop some value there. And another way to reach out to me is through Facebook. My company name is Homes for Dinero. Homes for De Niro. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Got it. And is that, can they find you on Instagram there? Instagram? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook. Under Homes for De Niro? Homes or just De Niro. under Armando? Armando Olivares too. Awesome. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much. Wow. That is absolutely incredible. $107,000 from one day. Was that a cold call? Was it a, how'd you find that deal? Yeah, he came from a cold call. Awesome. Awesome. And this was year. I mean, this was, you just closed this, right? Yeah, I closed it uh, about three weeks ago. And you had originally talked to him in 2019? July. Yeah, July 2019. Wow, that's incredible. I mean, that is the power of follow up. That's what you have to do. You have to make sure that when you get a lead that you are building a good relationship with, that you are you are staying in front of them and staying in front of them. Do you know how many times you talked to him? How many times you called him before he was finally in town? At least five times. 
Five times. I love it. I love it. Well, Armando, thank you so much for being on here. A couple of resources that he talked about. Uh, prop stream you can get at ttpdata.com, ttpdata.com. The cold calling script at ttpinsider.com. Check that out. And if you are interested in joining the most proactive group in real estate investing, it is the TTP family. It is the TTP program. Go to wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP. That's wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP. TTP, scroll down, check out what it's all about. Check out all the testimonials. You're going to have to scroll for a while. If it feels good in your gut, sign up for a call. I look forward to working with you personally. Armando, we finally did it. We did the podcast. Thank you for being on here, man. I really appreciate it. All the best to you in the uh, DMV area. And uh, make sure you reach out to him if you want to squad up at Homes for De Niro and Armando Oliveris on Facebook and Instagram. And that's it. That's the show. Until next time, guys, I encourage you to talk to people. See you. Love you. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.